tiene el flow que es lo que prevalece Si quiero cantar mi sueño hace real No se rinde el que nació donde por todo hay que luchar Mi estilo es diferente al del montón Que suene la marimba mientras bailamos los dos El ritmo es negro y eso ya se comprobó Pero todo lo negro no es malo como dice la televisión Hello everybody, it is me again, Ariana Odom, the host of Hip Hop Talks for Global Hip Hop Cultures. Um, and yeah, today, last time, I talked a little bit about the Trinity International Hip Hop Festival. And this time, I want to focus on one country's hip hop that has, you know, truly caught my attention. And that would be Hip Hop in Colombia. Sal a correr, tengo la puta y tengo el poder Y ahora me quieren tirar Porque estoy lindo y huelo muy bien Todos los días contando de 100 Reposadito en el Mercedes Benz Y ahora me quieren tirar Pero te juro que se van a joder Cuando veas a mi negro sal a correr Tengo la puta y tengo el poder Y ahora me quieren tirar Porque estoy lindo y huelo muy bien Todos los días contando yeah. de 100 Reposadito en el Mercedes Benz Cocina no cabe Dile a la puta que no grave Que eso puede ser muy grave Mi negro lo saben Tiramos palabras y claro so what you just heard was a little snippet of some Colombian drill. Um, first and foremost, I think it's important to recognize that I will not be talking about this form of rap. That's kind of why I wanted to bring it up in the beginning. Um, Colombia, as you may or may not know, is a country that has had a relatively tumultuous history between government corruption, um, the sensationalized drug trade and media, um, paired with, you know, their own militia groups. Um, Colombia as a country has a lot going on. And this, as we've learned over the course of the semester, is usually a good point for hip-hop to come around. Um, so... Specifically, what we just listened to was called Colombian Drill um, by Zeo, Z-E-O-H, featuring El Menor 333 y Ultima. Um, this, you know, I feel like this is the type of hip-hop that is probably most common in the United States. This is what we hear nowadays. Um, and I, I also played it just to... Um, have us reflect upon what exactly hip-hop has been commercialized as and sold as globally. Um, so to the kind of regular non-indigenous, um, you know, Colombian hip-hop um, or non-Afro-Colombian hip-hop community, this is what hip-hop means. This is hip-hop in the media. It's drill. It's, you know, an expression of violence. And it could be very real to them because think about being in, you know, an area that does have a lot of gang violence, that does have a lot of drug violence. This could, this is a real way of life. But I actually want to turn away from the Colombian drill of Zell and instead focus more on the Afro-Colombian people, um, particularly as explored in Afro-Colombian hip-hop, globalization, transcultural music, and ethnic identities by Christopher Dennis. Um, so here, you know, we kind of learn about for, for many people, um, Colombian hip hops, there is simply hip hop or Colombian hip hop. It's not common to really speak locally of hip hop as Afro-Colombiano, um, but 
I think it's important to recognize that that doesn't mean that distinctions are not made. There are clearly differences between black and non-black hip-hop performers, um, but nonetheless, Afro-Colombian hip-hop isn't something that, you know, Afro-Colombians themselves kind of have begun to identify with, not until really popularly or recently. Um, that's why I thought it was kind of important to give you guys a taste of what Zale had to offer with Colombian drill. Zale is not a, you know, Afro-Colombian, um, I don't know what his, you know, economic background is, but it's evident that there's a, a difference in the level of depth here. Um, so, you know, for Afro-Colombians, music and dance have always provided a form of recreation, a means of self-expression, a way of coping with, you know, the reality of living in Colombia. Um, and so, you know, with that, it just kind of arose as natural that hip-hop would start to take form there. Um, and so, although drug cartels in Colombia helped create this, you know, sensationalized and semi-sought-after drug lord lifestyle, um, the proliferation of such murder-for-hire belongs to a subculture of crime. Um, Afro-Colombian hip-hop often kind of provided a window into a world where youth, unable to imagine a better future, can kind of seek that security and sense of belonging um, in groups that don't necessarily have to do with gangs or criminal activity. Um, furthermore, you know, rival gangs, drug lords, and police officers are not the only people who represent potential dangers. Um, oftentimes, you know, hip-hop also arose in Colombia because the people were frustrated by the authorities' inability to curb rising rates of crime and violence. Um, Afro-Colombian hip-hop groups draw attention to hooded men, which they call capuchos or encapuchados, um, who often act as a part of local militia involved in quote-unquote social cleansing campaigns. Um, and so now I think we should listen to a little bit of Afro-Colombian hip-hop and maybe compare it and contrast it with some of the Colombian drill we heard earlier. So what we just heard the pleasure of hearing was Chokib Town, spelled C-H-O-C-Q-U-I-B, Town, T-O-W-N. And this is one of the few and longest, longest standing um, Afro-Colombian hip-hop groups. As you probably heard in the song, even if you don't speak Spanish, you heard calls to Africa, you heard Afro-Colombia care, right? You just heard the general proudness to be, um, you know, Afro-Colombian. Um, and so, you know, while the music may not empower these artists in a kind of traditional sense, um, the video really, and the song, depicts how 
Afro-Colombian hip-hop um, demonstrates how local actors um, can really employ like global cultural artifacts, this connection to Mother Africa, you know, the colors typically associated with it. I mean, they create their own, you know, artistic um, hip-hop practices used to, you know, express their representations of their everyday life and lived experiences. Um, you know, instead of looking for inclusion with gangs and criminal groups, hip-hop and rap instead provide instruments for building positive identities, you know, not only socially, but also just as Afro-Colombian youth. Um, and Chokip Town also is one of the very few groups that features a female artist. So she's who you heard. Of course, I had to include her excerpt at the beginning of the song. It's so beautiful. Um, her name is Gloria Martinez, or as she goes by Goyo. So you have Goyo. Um, it consists of three different people. Gloria, Goyo Martinez, Carlos, Tostao, Valencia, um, and Miguel Slow Martinez. So these three, you know, Afro-Colombians work together to really just um, spark pride and um, togetherness within their community. Um, and so that was Somos Los Pietros by Chocup Town, um, the, one of the few Afro-Colombian groups. All right, so now let's listen to some more Afro-Colombian music to really give you a taste of, you know, what it sounds like. Diana Bella, Febac, Spectra de la Rima, Paloma Black, Siempre cago la esperanza de ser cada día As you hear in the excerpt that I just played, um, this is a song of female empowerment. So it's not just, um, you know, Afro-Colombian woman. The woman who wrote the song, Midras Queen, M-I-D-R-A-S Queen, um, is an Afro-Colombian woman. But we also have Diana Avella and Febac y Spectra de la Rima y Paloma. This is a, you know, all-around pride song, um, basically for women in Colombia. Women in Colombia have historically suffered, you know, from high rates of sexual trafficking and sexual violence, um, not only at the hands of, as discussed earlier, you know, gangs and drug trafficking rinks, but also at the hands of police. Um, and then you throw in also being Afro-Colombian, and of course, the risks and lack of care only skyrockets from there. So this song um, really, and even the video shot in, you know, Bogota, Colombia, is really a um, a statement between singers, rappers, and, you know, Colombian influencers to not only be able to be proud that you're a woman, but, you know, to feel safe, um, basically, as a woman in Colombia. Um, and that's really what hip-hop serves, um, to be in Colombia, you know, for this reason, 
Um, this is kind of why earlier we talked about there's not necessarily a distinction between Afro-Colombian hip-hop and Colombian hip-hop. Um, black rappers like Midras Queen don't always separate their struggle from those of the mostly non-black masses. Um, but at the same time, um, Afro-Colombian rap offers unique interpretations of, you know, key social events um, in the country. Um, so, yeah, lastly, we're going to listen to a non-female group um, just to get a different perspective on Colombian hip-hop. All right, um, and that was Flaco Flow, F-L-A-C-O-E Melanina, um, with La Jungla, um, which means the jungle. Um, so if you can hear, you know, with the aggressive nature of the rap, um, this obviously takes a different tone than the last two, you know, songs by Chucky Town and by Midras Queen that, that we've explored. Not as, you know, aggressive as the Colombian drill that we started off with, but definitely, you know, takes it to the next level. Uh, the video itself is shot, you know, in a jungle. Um, and the content that they're rapping about, you know, is about the, the harsh realities of life in Colombia. Um, it's basically, you know, them... It's also kind of, you know, literal and metaphorical, metaphorical in the meaning of, you know, it's hard to live in Colombia, it's a jungle, especially being an Afro-Colombian, um, hard to see your way out without, you know, gang violence or, you know, the drug trade, um, but also Colombia itself is quite a biodiverse landscape, um, you know, it's relatively well known that some of the gang groups like the FARC, the F-A-R-C-K, which is one of the many militias that tried to overthrow the government. They lived in the um, Colombian jungles. So did many other militias. Uh, so the jungle is, is really a, a metaphorical and a, a literal, you know, play that, that these artists seem to identify with. Um, so through the exploration of Flaco Flow y La Jungla, through listening to Midras Queen, listening to Chocube Town, we see these common themes of unification, sticking together, um, you know, reflecting the reality of your community, um, really trying to inspire people, fill them with pride, um, or even just bringing them back to real life, as Zale with Colombian Drill did, or as Flaco Flow did with, you know, the jungle. Um, it's evident that, you know, the, the country of Colombia has has a lot to rap about. Um, and the Afro-Colombian population, whether they identify or, you know, disassociate with the identity, they definitely bring a unique perspective to what hip-hop in Colombia is. So, yeah, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Peace. 
Agradezco y pido que le vaya bien. Oye, 